0: What? What? What what? Are we ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome, dear listener, to the Savor the Burn podcast. My name is Jonathan. Across the table from me is Mr. W2. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. Or tonight, today. You never know when people are going to listen to this. Yeah, you know. That's, that's you know, it is. It is what it is. Uh, thank you for listening on your favorite podcast app of choice. And uh, whether that be, uh, you know, Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google, Sam Stung, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Who else was it? Pandora mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I don't know why I'm blanking. There's Amazon, a bunch of them. yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah, there's just so Did you say many audible? of them. Audible, yeah, yeah, I think that was the second one I said, and uh, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, for definitely checking us out on YouTube, and keep an eye out. We may be giving away something else here pretty soon on on um, as a thank you for following us on YouTube. We have we have something pretty special tonight. Something I I don't think we've ever seen in here. I don't think we've had anything in a in a wooden box before. We've had them in cardboard boxes. We've had them in bags. We've had a a bottle that's bagged in a a cardboard box, Mm -hmm. like the Blantons. Mm -hmm. But this, a whole other level.
1: This is a whole different game. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, when you first brought that home, and I, well, I came over and I I saw it. I was like, holy shit, this looks like he spent a lot of money on this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how much you told me you spent on it. I don't even remember if you did tell me how much you spent on it. But I think it was about 90 bucks. 90 bucks? Mm-hmm. Okay. To me, it looks like they would want more than 90 bucks for it.
1: I've only seen it one other time for that. And I've told the story, I think, early on. But I was up at uh, uh, Stanley Station. And I already had something else that I was I was on a mission. I had something else in my hand. Mm-hmm. They had one of these on the shelf, and it had actually been in there. There's there's been there's been a, a couple things that that I've done this to, and but and this is one of them. Uh, this particular time, there was a, a a Booker's. Have we said what what this is? We have not. What is this? <laughs> what are we hey, talking about? <laughs> we're getting ready to break into uh, Booker's. This is the Booker's uh, Apprentice. Series, uh, mm. 2023 batch two, batch two, and we we'll get into that. Uh, I didn't know they a had different bit. series. Yeah, apparently they do four four batches a year. Okay, uh, it's pretty cool. As I've kind of dug in and learned a little bit more about Booker's, uh, I learned each batch they give it a title. And they they actually do a full story behind it. Huh. Um, it's oh, and that was incredible. that
0: little story card you brought out a yeah. second ago.
1: Uh, okay. But anyway, uh, this particular time, I was up at Stanley Station, and they had this on the shelf. And it had been there a, a couple times, uh, a few days apart from each other, it, sitting there. I was like, man, I really want that. I really want that. But I, I, at the time, I was in there for something else. And then when I actually went in there and it was like, okay, I am doing it. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to pick it up, too. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Uh, Booker's is just hard to find. Uh, those are the only two times I've ever seen it in person outside of seeing a post from Stanley Station at their o- Overland Park store doing their early Sunday morning allocation fire sale. Yeah. And a picture of multitude Bookers, but by time I got down there, yeah, nothing, hmm. slim pickings. But uh, how often do they do that? Uh, I mean, are there people waiting in the parking lot? I think they, I think they do it uh, every few months. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, it's always impromptu. I haven't seen them do it for a while, so I, I think it's been a little while since they've done it. But uh, those who are not familiar with Booker's, Booker's is a Jim Beam product. Mm-hmm. It is uh, distilled at Jim Beam. This is kind of one of their higher end and this isn't just a bottle of bourbon. this like Jonathan was alluding to earlier this comes in a wooden box. I mean it's with a yeah. glass
0: with a glass face on it yeah uh, window e- whatever.
1: Each side is kind of branded mm-hmm. with uh, the name down the sides of it. There's a cool picture of a guy with a walking cane and a rocking chair on the back side of it. Uh, I am assuming by the signature above that that is Booker No. Mm. I'm assuming N-O-E would be pronounced no, mm-hmm. right? Booker No is the founder. He's also, mm. um, I was just reading before you got here, Booker No was the cousin to Carl Beam. Oh, wow. And that would be of the Jim Beam family. And so anyway, yeah, before I jump into that, the, the Booker series, what's, what's really fascinating to me as I've kind of dug in and, and learned a little bit about that, each year they, they have four releases, four batches that they, they mm-hmm. do, and they all give it a title. They Each version of it, I'm going to pull this bottle out of here. Um, actually i'm looking at the bottle so i'm gonna give you this card all right but each release of it uh they put a, a special label on there that has the date and the title and all that and this is the second batch of 2023 so this would have been late spring of this year and this is entitled the apprentice batch and this one according to the website says that uh, this is this batch is to commemorate Booker no and in his early years before he was the master distiller that he became. When he was figuring things out, he apprenticed under Carl Beam, and uh, at some point they bought a distillery, and Carl Beam worked with him to get it up and running, and that became the Booker No Distillery. Hmm. And uh, what's really interesting to me is, you know, so many so many bourbons are and and distilleries are very secretive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're lucky, they'll tell you rough approximations of what the mash bill is type of thing. Mm-hmm. And this Which one I I Yeah. And this one doesn't necessarily give mash bill or anything like that, but what I found just interesting is this particular one, it has the entire barrels that were aged in six different warehouses. The breakdown of barrel storage of Booker's Apprentice batch is as follow. So each batch, if you go out on their website, they actually list out the percentages of barrels and where in the different warehouses they came from. So like, for instance, this particular one, 7% is from the 7th floor of 9-story warehouse H, 9% is from the 4th floor of 7-story warehouse W, 11% from the 4th floor of 7-story warehouse one, and on and on. I think that's kind of cool. Definitely. I, I mean, you're you're getting basically a, you're not getting the ingredients of what's in the barrel, but you're getting an idea of that blending process. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool because, you know, we've talked about unless it says a uh, single barrel, everything is a blend of some, in, in some capacity.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, they distill it all in one batch, they barrel it up, and then they store it somewhere. Yeah. It sounds like they store they store barrels in different locations. Yep, yep. For they, specific reasons. They have
1: very different reasons. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that that would be why you would take a specific percentage from this one from this floor mm-hmm. and a percentage from this one from this yeah. other floor in a different warehouse. Booker's is a small batch uh, bourbon collection. It is uncut and unfiltered, so even though it's small batch mm-hmm. we're talking barrel proof and this one yeah. comes in at uh, 62. 0.75% or 125.5 proof, which is why we've kind of unofficially uh, nicknamed or titled our evening this evening, yeah. our high octane night.
0: High octane Uh yeah.
1: we're, we're digging into some, uh, some high proof <laughs> bourbons tonight, and this happens to be low man on the totem pole, but definitely not when it comes to this presentation.
0: Yeah, presentation, it's... It's 5 all day. That is the that is the standard for the 5.
1: I find it fascinating that the label on here says the age on this is 7 years, 1 month and 2 days. Wow. How specific is that? Mm. <laughs> down to the day we yeah. have the aging of this one this bottle uh, i mean the presentation is is second to none you've right. got you've got the wooden box you've that's got the branding on the outside of it you've got this plexiglass glass sliding door mm-hmm. that has gold printing of booker's uncut and unfiltered small batch bourbon collection there's a a little clear plastic piece in there to hold the next stable so it doesn't mm-hmm. bounce around Doesn't in rattle there.
0: around in shipping in and the then you get
1: to the bottle a cradle you've got a a really cool old school looking bookers uh label that looks like old parchment paper and old ink you've got the label that looks like a a ticket uh of some sort that's kind of very deliberately caught to the side over there torn edge on there so it looks like it was just kind of torn put on there it's got the booker no signature on there and then you get up to the top of it there is some kind of a ribbon and medallion around the neck but we can't we haven't gotten that far yet because the entire thing is dipped in black wax
0: yeah the whole damn thing
1: and i'm i would be shocked and surprised if this was anything but a beautiful cork topper underneath this wax
0: natural Natural cork. Yeah. and Oh, yeah. Okay, the topper on there. Yeah. Yeah, we have no idea what so. that's even going to look like. But you'll be able to see what it looks like because uh, we will be taking pictures of it. Yeah. We'll have them all over our Instagram. Yeah, we
1: might as well do that. Now, all right.
0: over our uh, our social medias, uh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You'll probably see it YouTube and uh, TikTok for sure. Shall I break open this uh, beautiful bottle? I say let's do it. You've been you've been waiting for ever and a half. That was uh, to pop that thing open.
1: Mid July, I did uh, my trip to to Vegas where I found this. You know, not only is the is the wax way way cooler than just a plastic shrink wrap, mm-hmm. and also from a preservation standpoint, mm-hmm. it, it's sealing everything. But that was so easy to. It had this little strip on there that you just basically just pull it, and it's way easier to get off than <laughs> the yeah, shrink-wrapped like solid. Sometimes pain.
0: With, uh, with Maker's Mark, right? They, they've got red wax, mm-hmm. but sometimes that wax is a nightmare to get off. Like, even with that little pull tab, it just doesn't want to cooperate. Anything come out of that wax cap? One solid piece. So it's a solid black stopper,
1: mm-hmm.
0: composite cork. It yep. is composite. All right.
1: I mean, I don't mean this to sound like it's going to sound, but... It is Jim Beam. <laughs> At least you didn't come with a screw, uh, screw-off cap. It, it wasn't a plastic screw-off. <laughs> and it's I don't composite, even, though. I don't even consider this Jim Beam. That is a plastic
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. Jim Beam strikes I mean, again.
1: It is. It's Yeah, it's not a screw-off lid, but it's a plastic cap with a composite uh, topper on there. Not
0: to rip on Jim Beam, <laughs> but like they're they're known for their, their simple... Who knows on that? All right. All right. It's like lots of vanilla on there Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe some oak. It's pretty dark too. Look at dark honey or uh, an amber. I just call it straight amber. What would you call it? Yeah. That's beautiful just sitting in that glass. Yeah, it is. In that tulip glass. Well, uh, I got a I got a quick pull on the nose. That when you handed me the bottle to take a look at, or to to get a to get a, a whiff, and whiff. man, that that smells. That smells amazing. Yeah, lots of, it doesn't smell like hundred and twenty something proof. No. What, what did you
1: say it was? Hundred and twenty five point five.
0: It does not it doesn't like usually a higher proof, even a hundred proof, like even ninety proof mm-hmm. sometimes. Like they hit the nose and it wants to rip your nostril hairs out.
1: And once again, this is age seven years, one month, two days. <laughs> <laughs> not three days, right. not one day. Two days. Ooh. I mean the, the the color.
0: The color alone is beautiful.
1: Maybe that's. I mean that's why they're so specific. This is not just a seven year color. This is seven years, one month, two days <laughs> worth yeah. of color. Because I mean it, it's just so dark. It's mm-hmm. it's just a great great color.
0: It's not dark like like uh, you know it's not black. It's not you know dark as dirt. Yeah. But or, well, I guess dirt's different. But it's a it's a what deep part of the amber. Yeah, I call that a deep amber, dark amber, deep mm-hmm. deep amber something and the smell i mean there's there's citrus there's uh there's a lot of oak yeah there's oak uh caramel vanilla mm-hmm. it's it's got sweet in there like maybe burnt sugar uh toasted is toasted sugar
1: Toasted, maybe some nuts
0: <laughs> i'm not picking up on the nuts you want to sniff a lot more nuts than i do <laughs>
1: <laughs> i walked into that one <laughs> Wayne, nuts, and The, fruit <laughs> <laughs> the tasty notes say uh, medium amber color from seven years aging in oh. white oak barrels. Yeah, there you go. I wish I had a char level mm-hmm. on this.
0: Yeah, uh, that video uh, that uh, that we shared. That
1: was so cool.
0: The, uh, speaking of char levels, uh, the guy said the Cooper, the barrel Cooper, the uh, Cooper is a guy that makes the barrels, for those that, that don't know, um, that's what they call them, the barrel makers. They call them Coopers. So, anyway, part of the process is charring or burning the inside of the barrel. And that does uh, different things. It makes the, the wood, uh, the, the flavors within the woods, more readily available to go into the spirit. And so, it, what he said, which kind of surprised me, was uh, a lower char level gives you more flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he said, a char level three. Like he, he chars his standard to a three. I think is what he said. I'd, I'd have to go back and watch. But I I thought it would have been a five for sure.
1: Yeah, maybe that that's also why a toasted barrel, which is a very low, yeah, th- that's no char mm-hmm. essentially. A toasted barrel finish adds an additional. Layer of flavors, yeah. to it.
0: Yeah, I would think a toasted barrel is something that uh, they get get really hot, like mm-hmm. 400 degrees or whatever it is hot right before the the flash point to where it kicks onto fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's they char it to three. I don't know what what do they does does it say what they char this to? It does no, not. you just said that. That smells amazing. I'm I'm ready to get some of this on the palate. Whoa. There's that heat, that proof heat.
1: The heat is almost on the finish.
0: It's not a not a spice heat like the uh, like you'd find on a rye. This is definitely that's a proof. This mm-hmm. is definitely alcohol content.
1: That's a Kentucky neck hug.
0: <laughs> but holy shit balls! This tastes like liquid candy. Yeah, it's like um, some kind of a fruity, savory carnival going on here. It's, I didn't know Jim Beam could ever do anything like this. <laughs> On the smell, I thought, well, it smells kind of like that Jim Beam Black.
1: <laughs> this is not Jim Beam Black. It's Definitely
0: not Jim Beam Black. <laughs> Jim Beam Black is—that's um, more like I don't know. It'd be like the watered-down version of this, but the, not even the Diet Coke version. This is this is this is amazing.
1: The notes on this say, after the first sip, you'll find the long finish doesn't overpower the warm taste. It does have a warm taste. Yeah, uh, a taste. What do we got here? That oak is there. Lots of vanilla lots of caramel, maybe some custard. And yeah, I, I think there's definitely some uh, some like toasted pralines or, or some kind of a nut, not to be confused with. These nuts. <laughs> These nuts? <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm just kind of stuck trying to figure out what this tastes like. I mean, yeah, it tastes like whiskey. It tastes like bourbon. It tastes like bourbon, but it tastes like...
1: That's really good. I like this so, a lot.
0: It's so good. So good. Yeah, on the nose, wow. you don't pick up on that 120-something-or-other proof. But when it comes to the palate, yeah, definitely it gets you and it it carries that that heat that bite or whatever it's got you all the way to the finish but once it lets go that it's it's a lingering sweetness Mm -hmm. of uh like salted caramel
1: yeah uh sweetness there's a little bit of a saltiness to it so good now that i've had a couple pulls off of it going back to it i can definitely get a little bit of that alcohol on the nose yeah which just reminds us of that 125.5 proof Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i'm pretty stunned like when you first showed me the bottle uh, or in the in the box you know the whole the whole thing i was like man that's amazing that looks expensive and then you said something to the effect of, yeah, it's made by Jim Beam. And I thought, well, I mean. <laughs> and I love Jim Beam, right? Anybody that's listening to this podcast for any length of time knows that, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan. I, I love me some Jim Beam. But what, what I don't expect from Jim Beam is, like, high-quality stuff. It's not top-shelf whiskey. It's not top-shelf bourbon. It's just... It was never meant to be. That said, this is some top shelf shit. It's got citrus, it's got yeah, like you said, what, toasted walnut maybe? Mhm. It's got uh, uh the sweetness of uh, of, uh, of vanilla and um, maybe some kind of warm spices. It's got Did yeah, I already say I already said caramel? Did I just say caramel? I know I said it a little bit ago, but this is That's worth saying again. Something. There's definitely okay.
1: some baking spice in there now that you've said that baking spice so i just looked up when i was out in vegas this last summer Nutmeg. we went into yeah definitely nutmeg uh we went into a liquor store out there just kind of looking to see if we could find anything and they had a whole bunch of things that i wanted but i was trying to be good because i knew that it had to fit in a suitcase to (laughs) make it back home but i saw the bookers and (laughs) my boss and i we both are uh, he's had bookers. I had not had bookers yet, but it was on my list to find and they had two of these on the shelf. And he grabbed one and I'm like, well shit, I'm grabbing the other one. And I think I paid like ninety bucks uh, for it. I'm looking online right now. This exact one, the twenty twenty three batch two, the apprentice batch, two ninety nine ninety nine. One um, two eighteen ninety nine. Wow. Uh, so one twenty six a little better. 175. So second market strikes again on this. Booker's is hard to find and most of the time you're going to pay a, quite a bit more than MSRP. You pointed something out to me that I hadn't hadn't really realized, I hadn't done any of the, the online research for it, but it doesn't appear that Booker's has any social presence
0: none yeah yeah
1: Uh, i found their website which there is a lot of great information on their website you can go and look you you pick there's a drop down so you pick the the year and then as you scroll through there they it's it they go in descending order so it's it's Mm -hmm. it's four three two one um because your fourth is going to be fourth quarter Mm -hmm. fourth batch of the year on down there so scrolled on down i found oh two the apprentice uh, and the label it makes it great too because as you're reading through there, I was able to basically just scroll till I found the right picture. the The little uh, label on there has mm-hmm. a little picture that goes with the apprentice. It's a little little hand drawing of a guy uh, looking at the stills yeah. uh, and that. And and so that's what kind of led me to read a little bit more. And it it's really cool. They there is actually a story. Uh, that inspires the label art and the title and what's all behind that. And like I said, I'm going to read a little bit of this. Yeah, yeah, uh, do it. so. It says, uh, The second release of the Booker's Bourbon 2023 collection is Booker's Batch 202302 Apprentice Batch. This batch pays homage to the early days of my dad Booker Knows' career, far before he was the sixth generation master distiller when he first learned the art of making bourbon under the guidance of his cousin, Carl Beam. Hence, Jim Beam. Mm -hmm. When Booker started working at the Jim Beam Distillery in Claremont in 1952, so they haven't been around for very long.
0: Not that long, yeah. Not Booker, anyway.
1: Right. Carl became like a mentor to him. Back then, they didn't have official titles like Master Distiller, but everyone knew Carl was in charge. He didn't put up with any foolishness and made sure (laughs) Booker was set straight. But even if Booker did mess around sometimes, he was a fast learner and was ready to be put to work, and that quickly got him Carl's approval. Two years after Booker started, we purchased a distillery in Boston, Kentucky to increase our production capabilities. Carl and Booker worked closely together to get it up and running, and eventually Carl handed the reins over to Booker. This is where he was able to experiment and master the bourbon making process. And later on, the location was renamed the Booker No Distillery. Oh, brilliant. Carl showed Booker the ropes at the distillery, but from there, his approach was sink or swim, and it was just the push Booker needed. His apprenticeship under Carl helped him become the master distiller and legendary innovator we all remember him as today. And that's from Fred No. Beam Fred Family, no. seventh generation master distiller. Wow,
0: that's pretty cool. It says Beam Family, but I guess the family they're talking about is the uh, is work, like their yeah. their their distillery family. That's pretty cool. And uh, Booker was born in twenty three. Is it? Does it say here in the notes here? And I think he died in 04. But yeah, he had he had a long life with a lot of um, a lot of experience
1: mm-hmm. and with this coming out of kentucky this is a kentucky straight bourbon whiskey
0: yeah yep you can't argue uncut
1: it. unfiltered i wonder 125.5 proof right out of the barrel
0: if we miss a lot of things because of that filtration process i think so i mean coming straight out of a, a single barrel well no this is small batch, batch. No, it's small batch it is small, small batch, batch. yeah but but it is it's all they're all they're all just dumped right out of the barrel into and then, a into a vat or yep. into a container
1: blended mixed, and blended. then put right in the bottle. Man, this is this is good.
0: This is pretty damn amazing. I bet it make a great cocktail. Uh, I,
1: but, you're reading my mind. I, I, I'm thinking about that uh, that Tennessee uh, that we had yeah. and the amazing uh, amaretto sour that we made from that. Yeah. That was, uh, if I remember correctly, like 117 proof. Uh-huh. So this is going to be a little bit hotter, but this has so much more flavor.
0: As sweet as this is, I wouldn't even put sweetener in it. Like if Probably you a, not. If you made a, an old-fashioned with it, mm-hmm. it would just be Booker's Ice, Bitters, and a fucking garnish. Call it good. Once you get... You got to get past that the the heat of the proof. There's some ethanol on there. Holy shit! But yeah, like there's you way can... there's this has got the most taste I've ever had in a in a whiskey or a bourbon uh, with that kind of ethanol on it. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of heat, the the alcohol burn that, that that we get that we savor. That's right. We don't savor the boy. Heart how burn. Did... we savor We're the saving this one? The savor the ethanol burn. This is. This is really good. I mean, if you put those, this up against, um, uh, oh, does um, does Balcones have any any single batch or
1: uh, barrels or like un, unfiltered? They just released a new uh, single malt. Single malt, but I believe it's for their 15 year anniversary, so and, that's be I, and hard it to get. and it might be, it might it, it might have a, a a higher age statement than I'm just some thinking something ones.
0: comparable. As far as flavor spectrum goes, mm-hmm. balcones, all except for the all except for one that we tried, had this this pantheon, if that's mm-hmm. the right word, of uh, of different flavors. Just like this, I'd like to do, uh, you know, not a not a side by side to compare, but just to uh, just to enjoy next to each other at some point. Uh, you know, homework. Homework. I homework. don't have to drink all your whiskey. <laughs>
1: Research and development. hmm hmm
0: <laughs> And the oakiness hits you on the palate. Uh, you said somewhere on the notes uh, that there was oak. Yeah, oak forward on the nose. Yep. Flavor. It, it doesn't say.
1: It doesn't say it here, but I, I think that oak goes nose right on through. Yeah. To at least yeah. palate, maybe even a little bit on the finish.
0: Yeah. And it's not a bad thing at all. No, it, it, it's not overpowering.
1: We we've right. had some that have had a very very yeah. overbearing yeah, woody definitely, definitely. flavor to it. Uh, a, a lot of the the tannins and whatnot. This this just marries well with all the flavors. Before I get too much farther down into this, I'm going to uh,
0: oh yeah
1: put a little little water on it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. You're welcome. What do we have here? Those are pretty. Pinwheels. What are they? Cinnamon pinwheels? uh Just had to come up with another dessert last week's puff pastry. Oh, those were amazing. Thank you, baby. All of a sudden turned into another fucking photo op.
1: Yeah, you better get a couple drops of water on that. That opens it up a little bit more.
0: That's what I got. I'll try to do I'll do one drop with the amount of whiskey I have bourbon whatever that I have left here
1: <laughs> feck
0: even on the nose that sounds different smells different
1: I thought so too I thought maybe I was just kind of imagining it but yeah I thought the, the nose changed it a little too
0: I was worried that if I cause I think like two or three drops went in there and I've only got like what a quarter ounce in here I was worried that I'd start seeing solids mm. in there. Have Feel you ever done it. that? Like you, you put water, you put ice in your in your mm-hmm. whiskey, and all of a sudden you see little floaty things. Little Floaties, yep. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is in my ice? I've got a water filter. <laughs> what the hell's going on? But it's not. It's it's yeah. actually it's from the bourbon. Like you don't see it until you add the water in there, and that's what they do with the chill filtration.
1: You need to add a little bit more on top of it. That is so good.
0: Adding, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Adding a couple drops of water to it, uh, it it heightens the oakiness mm-hmm. of it, and it uh, oh the uh, the the savory sweet cornucopia, you know, carnival of uh, like candy that, mm-hmm. that it tasted like. That kind of gave way; it went away, but it it helped enhance the uh, the vanilla notes that it talks about here, and the toasted nuts. Yeah, I'm just thinking like walnuts. Yeah. <clears throat> toasted walnuts and like maybe nutmeg
1: i think the couple drops of water helped uh did you want to get one of these uh i had one already okay i'm good for now All i think right. the couple drops of water kind of helped uh subdue the uh ethanol
0: yeah definitely did but like it took it off the the front of the palate for me like the ethanol the ethanol burn. Oh, i thought everything right was gonna be back. okay <laughs> yeah i put it on the back of it right before the Right before the the finish came in. I was like, Woo, there it is. I'm
1: fine, I'm fine. (laughs) I'm not fine. I'm not fine. Fire fire, breathing dragon. Blink
0: twice. Blink twice. Damn. These are really good. She made these out of puff pastry. Mm Mm-hmm. Some kind of cinnamon roll things.
1: Yep. Ms. Katie brought us down some cinnamon pinwheels. Yeah. Buttery and and delicious. vanilla bean ice cream.
0: Vanilla bean ice cream is my favorite vanilla ice cream. There may be 300 different kinds of vanilla fucking ice cream, but vanilla bean, that's where it's at.
1: Mm. Probably my least favorite vanilla.
0: Vanilla bean is your least favorite? No, 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 no. Oh.
1: Probably my least favorite vanilla would have to be French vanilla.
0: Okay. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Do not like French vanilla. French vanilla just, to me, just tastes very... I don't even know how to describe it. It just very french it's yellow and mm-hmm. it doesn't yeah i don't know vanilla bean is where it's at
0: definitely definitely oh we smoked set it off air say it on air air quote <laughs> thank you so much miss katie yeah yep. for these cinnamon uh what do you call them pinwheels pinwheels yep so good
1: so good and what a great pair with a oh, yeah. with a vanilla caramel forward bourbon like this uh, Booker's, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I was trying to write a uh, some kind of you know synopsis or whatever a summation down here. I'm still working on it.
1: Other than just in general, Booker's being on my list of bourbons to find and, and try f- for for a while now. And then I find one. And then kind of doing a little bit of homework to Mm -hmm. prep for tonight led me to realize the stories behind each of their batches has me wanting to hunt for some of the other batches in this 2023 collection.
0: Now, you said there's four batches, right? Mm -hmm. You know, spring, summer, fall, winter, right? Is the spring batch always called the
1: uh no from year to year they're they different the name yeah okay let me pull that up i was here. just asking
0: because like every every
1: month has its own moon yeah so so like for instance this year so i don't
0: know if it'd be the same kind of thing uh
1: the 2023 04 uh batch is called storyteller batch okay which that's one i would like to find that one's 127.8 proof Batch 3 is Mighty Fine Batch That one is 126.6 proof Our 02 Apprentice Batch which we've already talked about And then The 01 Batch for 2023 Is Charlie's Batch And that one's 126.6 So if I then change that to Let's just change to last year The 2022 Batch 04 is Pinky's Batch 03 is Kentucky Tea Batch. I like that name, Kentucky Tea. Uh-huh. The 02 batch is Lumberyard Batch. I'm just going to guess that's got a lot of oak on it. The aroma is deep with hints of vanilla and oak that lead you back to enjoy it several times to explore its depth. And then the 01 batch for 2022 is Ronnie's Batch. So so they they give it a different title each batch is its own unique thing. And I think that's cool because they're telling a story with every batch offering that they're putting out there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm looking at this, this 2022-01 batch. It is 124.3 proof. Its age is six years, 11 months, and 22 days. I, I just love that. It's, I mean, it's so specific. <laughs> hmm I mean, it, it just makes you wonder, did those 22 days make all the difference in the world to make this batch what it is?
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> and I bet the oak barrels breathe differently <clears throat> and the angels get their share differently. Um, 100%. Uh, depending on the uh, depending on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, like from, uh, like, maybe the day the day it was it was batched mm-hmm. and and barreled maybe that was in spring right and so they when they pulled it off the the rick and and dumped it into their to make their their blend mm-hmm. uh it was also it would might have been done in uh in summer so it got more it got another spring and another winter than than some of the other batches got maybe that affected the flavor
1: maybe so i'm going to correct myself a little bit uh the 2023 and the 2022 which is all i had really looked at previously each of those years had four batches each which four batches i'm i'm assuming those align with the uh seasons I went ahead and bumped all the way back to 2015, which is actually their the first year that they released, and the 201501 is their first batch. In 2015, they actually put out six batches. So, oh, wow. uh, and I haven't stepped through each of the years to, to see what they're all doing, but. Obviously, they're not bound to just doing four a year. I think it, it just it probably depends. Maybe they're in a cadence now, and four makes sense. But at least in 2015, there were six of them, and that was their first batch in 2015, and huh. that was a 128.7 proof, aged seven years, two months, and 16 days. So yeah, let me just step through. Here. So 2015. So it's always a minimum of seven months or seven years seven years sorry sorry so yeah 2015 had six batches 2016 had six batches 17 had four batches four batches for 18 19 2020 had three batches Mm. maybe uh covid covid played into that fucking covid 2021 four batches 22 was four batches, and this year, as I say, as I stated, has four batches. That's really, really cool. Um, and yeah, it's it, I enjoyed this so much, but just learning and, and reading all this stuff, it makes me want to find some of the other batches.
0: Yeah, yeah, and compare them. Yeah, <clears throat> I have no doubt that they're going to be amazing.
1: Uh, it, looking at the website as a whole. The 2023 overview notes say color is our darkest and deepest amber and henna color. Hmm. Taste is deep. Or actually, let's back up. Aroma, robust vanilla and caramel notes, slightly smoky. I don't know if I picked up any smokiness. I don't think I did. On taste, deep and complex flavors of vanilla, nuts and oak. And finish long and full. Perfect for easygoing sipping.
0: That's a mighty fine assessment. Uh, I'm still so, going. Oh, I didn't. I
1: haven't
0: even. <laughs> All good. So I wrote down here, a solid but not overpowering oakiness throughout. This bourbon is amazing. Subtle nuttiness and vanilla caramel forward explosion will undoubtedly leave you as astounded as we were when we got our first taste. Keep an eye out for the opportunity to pick up this bottle and share it with... Or share the experience with your fellow bourbon enthusiasts. Sure, that'd make a lot more sense if I didn't stutter through the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is really good. What'd you get on the nose?
1: I gave it four and a quarter. All right. I probably should have given a little bit more, but I felt good about four and a quarter. I it felt had, it, it had a very solid nose.
0: I thought so too, and I gave it a, a solid four. How about the palate? Four and a half. Four and a half.
1: I thoroughly enjoyed the palate on this, and the the heat that came with it. Very manageable. It, yeah. didn't, it didn't scald you all the way down. It, it just not. gave you it gave you that Kentucky hug that my it. sister <laughs> told yeah. us about.
0: Kentucky hug. It kept it in the mouth where you, where, uh, where you wanted it to keep the heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird saying that. Family friendly show. But uh, I gave it a five. Uh, on the finish, I also gave it a five. Mm. How about you?
1: I kept it at four and a half.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, can we agree that the bottle presentation is a five or did you go over five?
1: I, I, I wasn't kidding. I, I I was aiming to give it a fifteen, which because we're in half numbers here, mm-hmm. I gave it a seven and a half.
0: Seven and a half. Wow. you, because, were, you were not kidding, goodness.
1: I mean I, I I challenge you to find a better presentation than than this.
0: Right. In a in a in a wooden box. With a uh, a corked, wax dipped, uh, ribboned medallion, mm-hmm. uh, tasting notes card, having experience.
1: Yeah. Now, who does there, that? There are a handful out there. Uh, are there? Like you know the 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 whistle pig boss hog. Okay. Um presentation that box has like a little thing in there where when you open up the double doors it actually turns the bottle as you open up the door I mean it, oh. it's it's a crazy there's huh. uh, and I've seen some of the higher higher end 20 25 year scotches that have that kind of a presentation
0: hmm. I'll have to look that up it sounds uh
1: you know your it sounds kind of cool your your fourteen thousand dollar a uh, bottle of double eagle eagle rare has the glass eagle sculpture topper on it and the hand blown glass eagle inside the bottle that's also going to be up there too but for a reasonable 90 dollar bottle yeah you're not going to find a better presentation than this. I mean, it's just, it's it's gorgeous. Everything about it is is solid and and abo- above and beyond.
0: And uh, this would probably be an extra half point for for me on my end. It's from
1: Jim Beam. It's from Jim Beam. <laughs> That's worth a, a, at least another half point because who would have thunk it? I would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have. The world shits on Jim Beam and I'm here to <laughs> I'm here to slap him back for him. I'm like no, you don't.
1: You I got dirty you. scoundrels. <laughs>
0: Dirt bags. But yeah, I think I think your your opinion of Jim Beam has definitely gotten higher oh, uh, through very the course much of this so. podcast. Very sure. much so. Um uh,
1: This This I, knocks I would, it out of the park.
0: I know I know it's distilled at, at Jim Beam distillery or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't consider this Jim Beam.
1: No, I, I really mean, don't. Y- you you can't. I mean, you really can't.
0: You really can't. No, I'm sure it's a different mash bill, um, different char levels on the on the mm-hmm. barrels. It may be you know ricked in the same warehouses, yep. but um, Booker Booker had his mind on his own thing. Mm-hmm. He was given carte blanche to do what he wanted to, and he did. And hopefully, they uh, they continue to carry on that legacy.
1: By the way. Jim Beam is now owned by House Centauri. Centauri, yeah. Um, So I was kind of curious as to when that all came about. So April 30th, 2014. That happened in 2014. 2014 Hmm. uh, announced that Centauri completed the acquisition of all outstanding shares of Beam for $83.50 per share on Wednesday, April 30th, 2014. Huh. As a result of the transaction, Beam has today been renamed Beam Centauri Incorporated. Wow. Huh. Clearly, though, Jim Beam is still Jim Beam. Doing what they they do, and you've got things like Booker's. Just thinking about that now, so 2014, well, 2015 was the first year that Booker's produced their, their first batch. So that would have been under Beam Centauri Incorporated.
0: That's good to know, because uh, a lot of people have a problem, and I think in some cases, uh, rightly so, um, foreign entities coming over and buying you know, United States farmlands, mm-hmm. uh, businesses, and and, uh, and really uh, just kind of getting a, a foothold, a larger foothold than the average American citizen would be comfortable having. Mm-hmm. But with Centauri coming in, and buying jim beam so much of jim beam but giving them you know the uh the freedom to do what it is that they do just on a much larger scale that's uh, that's a very good thing mm-hmm. and centauri's been around for a very very long time they Weren't they, uh the uh the original um makers they like, are. from the
1: 1800s centauri is one of the original it might have been the original the distillery original that, in japan
0: Okay, and he learned the guy that started it, learned it from Scotch makers, mm-hmm. and then went home. Mm-hmm. That whole thing, yeah, that's very cool. So hopefully, there's a lot, there's enough, you know, respect on on both sides of the the aisle on that one.
1: And is it the Yamazaki twelve year that John Wick now drinks? That's a Suntory.
0: Yeah, it's it's Suntory. Yeah, okay. and there you go. It's been a Suntory uh, has been a uh, a celebrity endorsed product for you know. 70s 80s all the way to today with um, i mean you started off with uh sammy davis jr mm-hmm. and then uh, uh in the 80s with uh, bill murray 90s 2000s teens 20s now we're here like that's all with the uh what you call it, the yamazaki mm-hmm.
1: yamazaki 12 year
0: yeah but it's all under the Suntory brand very cool i i don't have any complaints what was your overall nine and a half all right what was yours
1: ten and three eighths
0: Ten and three eighths. Ten point
1: three seven five.
0: So when you were saying your evaluations, I thought, well, why didn't I give this more? Like on the nose, you gave it a four and a quarter. I gave it a four. Mm -hmm. I thought, why didn't I give it more? I I could have given it more, but I just, I didn't. And the five, I just thought that was as high as we were going to (laughs) go. I thought uh, when we know a five, we're going to see it. Yeah. And we're going to call it a five when we see it. I thought. Fair enough. There's zero (laughs) doubt in my mind that that's a five. Like. Nobody.
1: That's five all day long. If
0: that's if that's five, that's the standard, and nobody else is going to touch it. I want to be the and, only five we ever have. But then going back to what you said, you already warned me that you were going to give it more than a five.
1: <laughs> well, and, and so I should have seen that coming. And my rationale behind that is, I think we've given a couple things already a five. The the blends bottle okay. had, had a five.
0: Yeah, that was our five at the time. You know,
1: and 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 honestly, I mean, not taking away from that.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: However, it comes in a cardboard box. It does. This comes in the wooden box. It comes in a bag. It so, comes know. in a
0: cardboard box. So, you know. Yeah. Now that we know what a real five looks like, if we had to go back and redo it, we might discount it half a point.
1: <laughs>
0: well, you might discount it three fucking points.
1: <laughs> three and a half. Uh, any uh, final thoughts on this Booker's Bourbon? This this was outstanding. I enjoy this one a it
0: lot. Very much is outstanding. I did enjoy it too. It's I'd say it's worth the hunt for all for all you bourbon mm-hmm. hunters out there. If you can if you can find it, like keep an extra hundred in your pocket whenever you go hunting, and if you see it, you grab it. Uh, I mean, all if you like your, day long. If you like your bourbons sweet and complex, and uh, uh, you're not afraid of, of a little extra proof. Uh, what did you say the proof was on this one? One twenty. One twenty a
1: twenty five and a half. And a half yep.
0: Yeah, if you're not afraid of, and that that's not indicative of of all uh, Booker's bourbons. Batch to batch, uh, the the proof is going to vary a little bit.
1: Yep, because it's it's uncut.
0: It's uncut. It, it's full uncut and strength. unfiltered. Yep. and I I I really do wonder if uh, the whole uncut and unfiltered thing uh, has like if all uncut and unfiltered bourbons have this level of complexity. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, so wild how good it is.
1: You know, I said my overall was uh, 10 and 3 eighths. Yeah. If, if I dialed that presentation back to just a solid 5, uh-huh. my overall still would have been a 9 and an eighth.
0: Okay. Huh.
1: For whatever that's worth. I feel like there's definitely something to the barrel strength, the cask strength, the uncut strength bourbon. Uh, You know, as as we've gotten into this, I know that I have begun to enjoy those barrel-proof bourbons a lot more. Yeah. Talking with my sister, I know her and Tim have also, as they've kind of, their journey through bourbons, they have started to enjoy the barrel-proofs way more to the point where if they have a choice, they always lean towards that single barrel or barrel proof uh, variation.
0: And you know, speaking of your sister and uh, her husband, uh, once again, and you know, thank you guys for hanging out with us uh, the month of <laughs> of uh, November. That was that was great to have, and and because of them, Russell's Bourbon is now on my radar, and it probably won't be too long before I have a bottle of it. Well. Uh, if that's all we got, I think that's all we got. Thank you, dear listener, for listening to this episode of Savor the Burn. Um, we uh, we do thank you once again for listening on your favorite podcast app of choice, and uh, 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 share the word with all your friends and family, all your fellow bourbon enthusiasts. Uh, if you come across something uh, that you think we should try that we haven't that we haven't done an episode on uh, a review on uh, let us know info at saver com uh, if you think my evaluations are off uh, feel free to send your hate mail to uh, get fucked at
1: gofuckyourself.com <laughs> no uh, s- <laughs> s-
0: send, send, send me your uh, your your feedback whether it be positive negative constructive whatever uh, to Jonathan at savevor and uh, send um, send all your glowing happy happy joy joy uh, uh emails to w2 <laughs> at com. and uh always remember dear listener no matter who you are where you are who you're doing it with always remember to keep, keep on, on burning, burning.